Hello everyone, my name is Faisal and welcome to Berkshire Media. Today we are very privileged uh, to have a very special guest in today, uh, Kelly Boyd. Have I got that right? You have got that right. And you've got a really cool business with a really cool name. I like to think so, yes. And that is? It is Bridezilla. Bridezilla. And I'm thinking TV programmes. <laughs> it's actually a TV programme. I think it's an American TV programme called Bridezilla. I've seen that before. It's quite a scary name, isn't it? It is. And I think it's a name that people do associate with scary people or scary brides. But, you know, my philosophy around that wording and that name was more because I target more brides that I would say are more particular. So we like the the ones that are just a little bit more kind of, you know, expect the best, want the best. Um, not necessarily horrible brides at all. We don't want bridezillas. Horrible brides. We don't want oh those. God. No, we just want people that, you know, brides that are very particular about what, what they want. They want the best for their, their wedding day. And that's what we deliver. Brilliant. Well, look, let, let's go back to the beginning then. So um, w- tell us about yourself, um, Kelly, h- and how did you get to Bridezilla? How did I get to Bridezilla? Well, I've been hairdressing since I left school. So as soon as I was 16, I decided I didn't want to be at school anymore. And I went into a hair salon um, and just started my career. And not long after I came to discover bridal hairstyling and that was something that I absolutely found was my passion I just loved it um so my boss at the time started to just say you know come and do some weddings with us assist you know just pass up grips all that kind of stuff um and it was then when I first went and did my first wedding morning that I was like wow this is amazing I love I love this whole buzz this whole adrenaline you know it's so much fun um so I decided that's the kind of route I wanted to go down and specialize in more but obviously you know over the years um I did all aspects of of hairdressing um so Bridezilla really came about probably only about 15 years ago and it started really as just a Facebook page. I mean, it wasn't a separate business. It was just more like my idea of a little side hustle um, on top of what I was doing already. And I thought if I just have a separate page just for weddings and I can, you know, post all my pictures and things on there. And it just kind of went from there. So it was just a um, a tongue-in-cheek name, I suppose, for a, for a Facebook page. I'm like, well, what can I call my Facebook page? And I don't know, I'm just going to call it Bridezilla. It's quite um, memorable, though, isn't it? I mean, it, people remember that. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Um, it's one of those names that as the brand grew and became more, you know, my local area and people were recommending, oh, Bridezilla, Bridezilla, um, the name just stuck. And I think it's just one that people remember um yeah. i find that there's there's a lot of hair and makeup artists out there which you know no disrespect to them but you know they just use their name and, and sometimes in in especially the way things are going now those names can kind of get lost whereas i feel like bridezilla does stand out um, well it's a brand i mean you're turning this into a brand aren't you exactly yeah yeah um and it's you know it's growing i think i had a little wobble in lockdown when obviously I had nothing else to do and lots of time to think about things and, and the brand um, and I thought you know do, is this the time to like maybe completely rebrand and change the name and change everything and I put a little poll out you know to, to all my followers and just kind of get people's opinions and everyone was like do not change that name you know we, we love that name and you know clients have come to me and said oh I was searching bridal hair and makeup artists your name popped up and straight away I was like I want to go with them you know they sound like fun so I think the name is definitely here to stay. That's for sure. And I think when you think of Bridezilla, then you're a, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here. A, so you support weddings, clearly. Absolutely. And yep. what, what can we expect in terms of support? What do you do? So we do, I mean, 
We have hair and makeup artists. I mean, I'm not a makeup artist. Um, it's something I wish I'd kind of gone down that route, but not anymore. Um, so we we supply hair and makeup services for weddings and special occasions. Um, you know, we do proms and things like that, but it's mainly mainly weddings that we do. And our role is to, you know, in the morning of the wedding, well, right from the initial inquiry, I mean, we're there to support our brides through their whole wedding journey from, you know... Um, all ongoing support, lots of help, tips, kind of like their bridesmaids that they didn't know they had. You know, we're there to kind of just guide them through the whole process. Obviously, they've never done this before. We've done weddings thousands of times. So we kind of know how the process works. So we're here to kind of guide them through every step of the way and, you know, be their support system, on, especially on the wedding morning itself. So do you do they sort of come up with an idea and say, I want to look like this? Or do you say, this is what I think would be better? Um Yes, I mean, Pinterest these days has a lot to answer for. Um, I feel that sometimes brides have maybe unrealistic expectations. Um, obviously, they, they're drawing all these these Pinterest pictures. And we do encourage people to, you know, brides to come in when they have their trial to show us what, what their inspiration pictures are. And then we will go from there. So if, uh, you know, someone's hair just we just know isn't going to do that style, it's not suitable, we will tell them. But equally, if they've got an idea in their head of this wedding hair of their dreams we will do everything we can to create that so whether that's adding in hair extensions you know um adding in some color you know just really trying to to get as close as we can to their their goals wow and do you sort of appeal to all ages do you think and all types of brides or do you sort of tend to feel there's a particular type of mindset when it comes to brides that you'd appeal to I feel that we definitely, I would say our age bracket that we tend to attract is brides that are kind of late 20s through to sort of late 30s, you know, early 40s as well. Um, Brides that kind of have a really good understanding and clear knowledge of what they want, um, what kind of look they want to achieve. And also brides that are, like I say, quite particular because, you know, we specialise in, in a niche, um, which is Hollywood glamour waves and more sleek luxe bridal buns. So we're not a jack of all trades. So, you know, we do have particular brides that may have more um, boho style weddings. That's not something that we that we do. So we have really niched down. So we only attract the brides that want particular styles. And these brides tend to be getting married at more luxury venues, right. okay. that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I can visualise uh, what probably works and what wouldn't work for you and have you had that before where someone says I do want one of these uh let's say cowboy style type marriages which I want you to prepare for and you'll say well sadly yeah I mean it's it's one of those things you never want to be in the position um especially earlier on when you're starting your brand to be turning away business so you know quite a few years ago I'd I'd take on everything and I'd do everything and I'd I'd do all styles um but over the years I've you know I feel like you can't be good at everything. You excel in in certain areas and the styles that I tend to enjoy um, and I find are more classic styles. The type of styles that aren't going to to age, you know, the the classic Hollywood waves, um, sleek bridal buns, but we tend to just put more of a modern twist on these classic versions so that hopefully, you know, brides in in years to come when they look back on the wedding photos, they're not going to think, why did I have that hairstyle? You know, that was just in at the time. Sure. Um, So we we tend to go down the more kind of classic 
bridal route definitely fantastic and what would you do you'd rock up in the morning I suppose I mean after a couple of meetings beforehand I guess absolutely yeah so from the initial inquiry we have lots of consultations and I tend to find that most brides will book with us a year sometimes two years in advance so we have that wow that, yeah it's it's you know quite a long process it's not just about rocking up on the wedding morning doing someone's hair see you later you know we have that constant connection with them often for a good year so we will get them in, we will chat to them, we will do our, our previews um, or, or trials, we like to call them previews because they can just get an insight into, you know, we can try out different styles, different looks. Um, and then we supply them, you know, we, we keep in touch, we have newsletters going out, we give them tips and tricks on what's upcoming, what's trending, what, what things they might like to try. So we have that constant communication with them for, for a good year before the actual wedding. Fabulous, fabulous. And if I were to ask you, you know, what is the most glamorous setup that you've done? What would that look like? The most, I think the most glamorous setup that I've been to is actually... Um, a client of mine who she contacted me through lockdown um she found me on on instagram and she's actually based in chicago and she was getting married over here and you know we all know americans love english heritage she, she just wanted to get married in a, a real kind of amazing estate so she got married at a place called cliveden house which is in windsor yes it was the first time i'd ever been there and the minute i pulled up i was like wow this is this is this is something else, you know, this is where all the celebs get married. I think it was the bridal suite was where Meghan Markle got ready. You oh, know? Really? And I actually got lost in that bridal suite coming oh, out of the no. toilet. It was so big, you know, I had to find my way around. Um, and, and that was when I thought, wow, this is, this is what, you know, real luxury wedding venues and, you know, luxury brides are. And this is where I want to kind of, yeah, I, I want to be doing more of these. <laughs> wow. Definitely. And what did you do? Um, so we did again, a very classic, classic, style I mean she you know the dress wasn't OTT the hair wasn't OTT it was very very classic bridal bun um couple of bridesmaids but just very classy and very elegant and sophisticated the whole the whole day was just amazing and she was happy she was very happy yeah Brilliant. very okay. happy so how much should I budget then I mean for such a service like this I mean obviously I'm sure you'd have to personalize it but what should I have yeah, Ready. I mean, we we try to... So in my business, I have packages. I don't have set prices okay. as such. So we have three packages. So we have the classic Hollywood. Um, we have the red carpet. And we also have the Golden Globe. So... It just depends on it's very American, isn't it? it? Well, yeah. I mean, because I kind of obviously specialise in this Hollywood glamour and things, that's why I've kind of named my my sure. packages. Um, so we do have three packages that, that would suit, I would say most people's budgets um so it just depends on what what it is you want so you're going to be looking at say for uh bridal hair and makeup um an investment anywhere between 300 sort of 50 pounds for for just the bride um anywhere up to a thousand pounds and then you have obviously other members of the bridal party as well which we would we would add on um okay. for that so depending i mean i would say you know numbers are getting bigger for bridal party members I think um you know it used to just be the classic bride two bridesmaids or three bridesmaids now it's bride eight bridesmaids mother of the bride mother oh of the groom God. you know they, they seem to be more adding on um so we can we can make uh, and put together a bespoke package for for everybody's individual needs really and do you find um men will make inquiries as well on behalf of their or even as a gift occasionally I've had a couple of guys that have kind of 
taken the role of organising the wedding. I mean, I personally would you wouldn't want my husband no, to I, be organising. My wife the wedding. would take offence. I think if I yeah. even offered a, uh, an idea. Yeah, um, but occasionally, occasionally it happens. Not very often. Is um, that a market you'd you'd be interested in? Do you think for men to sort of say reach out to us, we can help if you're really lost? Yeah, I mean, it, of course, if they want advice and they're looking, you know, they're looking to do something to surprise their, you know, wife to be, then yeah, we'll always be here to to offer them some advice and support, definitely. Okay, so let's talk about stories then. And stories. Um, could I ask then, if I could ask for the most horrific? <gasps> wow, I'm sure you don't make mistakes. I'm sure you don't. However, the you know, most horrific. Wow, I think. Do you know what? I was actually, again, thinking in lockdown, this is a job for my retirement to write a book on, 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 I can <laughs> on imagine. stories. Because, I mean, I have so many stories because I've been doing it 20 odd years. But oh, I, I wouldn't say I've ever had anything horrific, horrific. Um, there's been some really unfortunate instances with, with brides on wedding mornings where um, one in particular was, was just, I felt terrible for the bride. Um, as she stepped outside, she was just about to get into the car to head to the venue. And it was an October wedding, a uh, little bit of a blustery day. And she was stood on the grass and the photographer was taking some pictures and this big gust of wind came oh, no. across the front of her dress, blew a load of leaves. And unfortunately, one of the leaves had some dog poo oh, no. straight across the front of the dress um oh no so That's it's not it, nice it's not good not it's good. not good there's there's lots of different um unfortunately scenarios i've had a bridesmaid that's gone in to to get herself ready where the dress was hanging up decided to put fake tan on her legs and got that over the back of the dress oh, um, Lord. about half an hour before she was due to walk down the aisle so you know there's lots of other roles i find myself doing on wedding mornings that imagine. you know aren't always um you know in our in our job description but you know we're, we're there to help <laughs> wow well i mean i'm sure there'll be a lot more stories and maybe oh, when you absolutely. come back to more more programs so how about you i mean what are your hobbies what do you do when you're not doing this when I'm not doing this, I feel like I am. Um, everyone in my family thinks I just live and breathe my my, my job. Um, I do have two children, two teenagers, um, so they can be quite challenging at times. Um, so yeah, I'm just I enjoy just normal stuff. I love traveling, you know. Okay. So I do live for my holidays. I do love to go away. Favorite country? Oh, so many. Australia. I think. Australia, really? Yeah, I love Australia. I almost moved there when I was younger, okay. um, and then I just didn't quite didn't quite have the courage to to leave everyone um behind but australia is definitely a place that i i just love okay. um yeah anywhere sure. else um i was born i was actually born in america i was born in new jersey that's why everything's american maybe i don't know i think so do you think i think so maybe like subconsciously i think so yeah maybe part so. of me so you're born in america i was i was born in new jersey um wow. just outside new york yeah um fantastic so, you know, I've, I've obviously been over there uh, a few times. It's never been somewhere that I've wanted to kind of root down and, and live. But, um, yeah, certainly, certainly a, a lot of nice places in America to visit. Right, hobbies. Other than travel, you know, when you are on a weekend... On a weekend, I don't, I'm not really very sporty and that's bad, but I, I hate exercise. So I wouldn't say my hobbies are going to the gym or anything like that. Um, but I do just enjoy um, spending time with fa family and friends. You know, my kids are obviously a massive part of my life. Um, we like to do lots of, you know, I would say, like I said, I'm not very sporty, but I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. I do like kind of going out and doing a few i mean we did that zip wire um, oh no you know the longer uh, the are you kidding you've Wales. done that we did that last year and i was like the, the instigator Why? behind it why exactly. would you do that no you know so i think i have a little bit of a adrenaline kind of junkie in me that i like to 
kind of throw myself into these situations and just kind of conquer some fears and so yeah kind of you know that kind of stuff I'm I'm all up for you know we did quad biking um oh, well, okay. you know in the desert when we went to Egypt last year you know and again I, I was in Egypt two weeks ago were you mm. love Egypt where did you go we went to Sham. yeah oh, okay yeah Fair we went enough. last year um so yeah and again I, that was me instigating come on let's go quad biking you know so yeah I would say those those kind of hobbies I enjoy doing definitely wow fantastic yeah. okay how about some controversy shall I think of a controversial question to ask you okay. and see how you get on oh I've got a perfect one and you'll love this okay marriage marriage is it outdated do you think given the business that you own uh, run because <sighs> no. some people will say I have a different view yeah I mean everyone's got their own views everyone's got their own views um weddings and, and marriages I think I think in honesty I think sometimes some people can get lost in the moment and and not actually think about what they're actually you know doing so sometimes weddings can be just they can just go off on a tangent and get so extravagant and not actually you know the meaning behind it and I'm actually personally um in favor of these small weddings I found like after lockdown you know people are just having these little more intimate sure. kind of you know weddings one of my best friends is getting married um and later on this year in Greece and she's just she's invited five friends her husband-to-be is invited five friends and we're just all going to go out there and have a little bit of holiday and just a nice little wedding at the same time because it, they just want to have it more intimate and I think you know there's something special about that definitely I think there was 14 people at our wedding yeah and four of them was me, my wife, and two children. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite small. It's quite nice, yeah. And we were at a great place, and I can't remember the name now. It was a um, it was a dairy uh, dairy farm originally. Oh, um, Hartwell House. Oh, okay. That's what it was called. Lovely place. So you you anyway. So you're in favour anyway, aren't you? You're yeah, going to be in favour of that, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, look, how do you feel about your first ever podcast? I feel good now. Do you? I was, well, obviously, I was a bit nervous because this is something I've like never done before. But I thought I just need to put my big girl pants on. And you just did do start it. to change colour. <clears throat> did say I? As you walked in, so uh, you're back yeah, to normal. Is again. my colour come back in my face now? Okay. Totally. Would good. you do this again? I would definitely do this again. Brilliant. Well, look, um, it's been a pleasure to meet you, Kelly, and learn and a bit you? about you. And I think we're going to do a few more, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of see where this goes. So, if we were going to do more programs, what would you like to talk about? Um, I feel like I want to kind of have a really good mix of topics, um, you know, to my bride-to-be's, to, you know, other wedding suppliers. I feel like, you know, we can cover a lot of topics on up-and-coming up trends, um, lots of hints and tips on different makeup looks, how to apply things. And, you know, all, there's there's a lot of topics we could cover within the wedding industry, for sure. I think there is. And I did make a note of uh, one of your uh, one of your strap lines here. Beauty meets empowerment. So to close, tell us, what is it about beauty meets empowerment? I just feel, you know, with wedding hair and makeup, it's one of the most important investments a bride's going to make on a wedding day. And we're not there to make people look not look like themselves. You know, we're not there to make anyone look different. So their husband, you know, doesn't even recognise them when they walk down the aisle. We're there to just give our brides the the confidence um that they need to step down the aisle and just feel the best versions of themselves you know just empower them to feel like do you know what I feel amazing today I feel great I look great you know and that's that's our goal you know we're, we're here to just really empower these these women to just look and feel their best brilliant well we look forward to hearing more about that on our next programs amazing Kelly pleasure to meet you pleasure to meet you too and we'll see you all soon thank you so much 